Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Tomorrow and big dignitary. So, what, what oh. else you got to say for the top of the Sabbath? 
um, Yaqua bless you, Sears. Well, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. But before we get started, we'd like to make an absolutely big correction. As we did state on our last broadcast, that three comments will not be appearing tomorrow, which is the 11th. You will not be appearing tomorrow. As, he, as I said in my previous broadcast, he is still at an engagement and a debate, and they're actually paying him uh, to stay there. So doing next week, which is the 18th, this coming Sabbath, he will make his star appearance. I did say even if I have to pay his uh, time to come here, the elder will make sure he does make that appearance on the 18th at 2 p.m. And that was uh, my last statement. He will be here on the 18th this coming Sabbath and not tomorrow. So this is why I always say we're here to guide you through these dark times. You know, sometimes we can be mistaken in the things we say, but we do have people that work together on this program for proper correction. And this is why we're always here to guide you through these times and welcome and thanking you for attending our live broadcast of Jacquois Ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics and looks like even exciting events. And always about the King James Bible, Yahweh's Word, connecting the books, your health, food you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath day. All this is done because you have not. It's the information that you came to seek and have to look no further. You have now found that, and the voices of the truth of life, tribe of Yahweh, will open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. In those days, a Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. The current time of that class starts at 7.30 to 10.30, and the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m., until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. We use this on any search engine. Put in tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, just under the big line, you will see some choices. And one of them will be ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. On any other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, again, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, or your kindreds of the people. Give unto the aqua glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful gift. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh, alive. Also for building a school, 
banquet hall and radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, we even have a calendar. Check out that calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This is featured as only available during our live broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Fire the Valdown, and click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have two email addresses that the listening members can use. The first is tribeyadah at gmail.com. The other is yadahisrael at gmail.com. These are for writing your written opinions and questions of a related topic. Answer, and that's the way it is. Now, we even have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh in mind. The first is our live conference room number. This number is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number, where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six known accounts of Yaqua's ministry. But in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. By calling the same number, you can also order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive that problem. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcasts or afterwards. She is usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigarette Man, and Elsie Minimumos, as most of us have seen. But even now, the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, as I said before, unless you call trying to teach. You will only hear that discouraging dump song. Now, for those of you who have maybe missed the beginning of our today's program, you can catch the entire show after 10.30 p.m. To do that, just enter the three words once again, Yahua Radio Live. And after click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Light. Drive us out of At that point, just choose the program that you were late logging into or any previous day on our list that you would like to listen. Now, during our normal broad talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting our program on Teletalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Required, just download the Teletalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African Americans, with the voices of the Chisolites, Tribe of Yadda. Your final room will hold 50 or more listing participants. This is where Yahweh's work will also be working for Bible education. And online to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tim Israel 
alone would see Israel fighting a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if teaching time ends before it's over, we will continue our teaching on Pal Talk. I'll be with you all. But remember, as a continuing note, when we're giving scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh, as I've said, always flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And so that time can begin. We will turn our program over to our seer Israel and say, Aulu, Yahweh. Mother D.F. Israel recovering, but I don't know if she 
microphone and get them old nurses jumping around. I don't know yet. We'll find out in a minute. Hey, Mother D up Israel. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel of C Royal. I don't, I don't, I don't know because uh, they be coming in, in here back and forth, so so I don't, you know, want no interruption in the class. So I just sit back and listen. There you go. You won't be all there. That's a great thing, mother. See, see right. that's why you, you got to always keep your mighty one up front. And that same thing. We call the network. We give it all we got or whatever it is because, you know, y'all probably got a timeline for everything. That's why we have to know yeah. the protocol. And we got to know a lot of things. So, so mother, you just right back. And, and, and every now and then, you, you tell the whole nurse to say, um, yeah, uh, the name of Yahweh, Yahweh be with you. They're going to mess up and say, what do you keep telling about Yahweh? So you never know. You always will be prepared to evangelize wherever you're at. And that's where you're supposed to be. Evangelize every opportunity you get, evangelize, because you want all the James 5, 20 you can get. All right, Mo, stand by, and, and we'll do the best we can on the top part of the seventh day. All right, good enough. Now, Mother E. Top part of Sabbath day, Mother Eve, she's ready to do her part in just saying Yahweh. So Mother Eve, tribe of Yahweh, Judah, one of the mothers out of Camp 1, another one of the mothers. Yahweh, bless you, see Israel, a Seagull, hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, All right there, Mother. We know Mother Eve at the desk. Get prepared to give a commentary on that. So uh, we'll leave it. We'll leave it like it is. But um, young line, tell us again what's going on again. Uh, it got passing already. What all we got going on? And then after, after you see all that, give us a loop. Chapter 12, verse 12, that'll come out. All right, say it, pray it, see it, We're broadcasting everywhere. We're broadcasting on blog talk. We're broadcasting on power talk. Live on Facebook. You can catch us on Facebook at D-O-T-T-Y. Look us up, and you'll catch us live right now on Facebook at the top part of the Saturday. And also catch us live on, on uh, YouTube. You catch us live on YouTube on D-O-T-T-Y-Y-H-D-A. You can catch us live right now on YouTube. Pull us up. You're here live in the class. And, uh, Again, YouTube, B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-A, and live on Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. All right, we'll get us to Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Look at Luke chapter 12, verse number 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you are to say. In that very same hour, the right spirit do the teaching. And I believe that, young line, the right spirit will do the teaching. So, but uh, we just going to throw it out there and see which way it goes, Elder. Hey, Elder, Mr. Chair, Israel, we just going to throw it out there a little bit and see which way it goes because we got a lot of questions on the table. Hey, young line, finally, can you pull up? Book 
called Nicodemus 14, 1 through 9. Had that just sitting there, peeping at it. We don't know what part we use of it. But let's see, can we, let's see, can we talk about a few things? Because, see, Christianity is a morphine drip. And every subject matter, if, if they, they have it, one thing on their mind, but it'd be totally different when you, when you look at it as it unfolds. So now, let's see if we open up in Luke, Elder, the potato. Let's open up in Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Let's see where it goes for me. Let's, let's, let's see if we try this out. Let's see how this goes. And Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Let's read a little bit of Elder. Let's see if we, we get something going on. Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Let's read a little bit. Come on. In the book of Luke, chapter 16, starting at verse number 19, 19 says, There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate, full of sores, yeah, uh, 21. Yeah, his name was Lazarus. Hey, his name is Lazarus. Lazarus. His name is Lazarus. So he was laid at the door, okay. and, and repeat. you know, so that's Lazarus. Re- Re- repeat that again. Verse 20, repeat that again to get it right. Verse 20 says, And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores. 21. And desiring to be fed, with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. 22. Hold that for him. Hey, hold that for him. All that the beggar wanted was the what? What did he want that we can read? All he wanted from the rich man, hey, rich man, can you give me the what? Anybody that he just wanted he he just wanted to be fed from the crumbs which fell from his table. Right. So all he wanted was the crumbs. That's and that's and that's the precept word right there. All he wanted was the crumbs. So now we're gonna precept that crumbs and find out exactly what what the, what the crumbs that he wants. See, every, so we always look at the Bible currently, never spiritual. Bible has double meaning. Go that point. So, Mother E, let's see if we find out the crumbs that that, that he was looking for. See, Christianity is a morphine drip. And we're going we're gonna to examine exactly what these crumbs is by going to Matthew 15, Mother, Mother E. Going to Matthew 15, you find what these columns is. We're going to Matthew 15, 21. Hey, hey, Mother E, what is saying? And, and see, the game, see the, the game changer is when you precept your Bible. That is your game changer, red hair. When you precept your Bible, you 
got a game changer. 1521, what it say that month? The book of Matthew, chapter 15, verse 21. Then Yahweh, the song went in. And departed into the coast of Tari and Fargon. Yes, okay. And behold, a woman of and behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Yahweh. The Father David, my daughter is grievous, vexed with devil. Twenty-three. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples followed, came and besought him, saying, "Send her away, for she cried after us." Twenty-four. But he answered and said. I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the family of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him, saying, Yahweh, help me. And the sick. But he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread to cast it to dogs. And she said, 27, and she said, truly, Yahweh, yes, the dogs eat of the crumbs which falleth from their master's table. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So there we go with that. So now, put your precept, your Bible, and the crumbs that he wanted from the master's table, you know, the crumbs that he was wanting from the master's table, have the double meaning. What the woman was wanting was the word to be healed. And that's the same thing we talk about when we read that parable. That parable is not talking about he wants to eat. He wanted he wants some some understanding. He wants the eternal life understanding. That's what he's looking for. So now if we if we got that point out of the way so we jump down and read that Luke chapter 16 verse 19. He's the bay. He was the beautiful crumb from the master's table. And now let's get a little more precept out of that. Hey, 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 mother, mother, Eve. let's get a little precept out of that. So it's the third chapter of Isaiah. He wants, he wants some crumbs. From the master's table, from from the master's table. That precept at the thirty verse eight, mother. Hey, mother, mother Eve. Thirty verse eight. What are talking about? Thirty verse eight. I feel thirty. I feel chapter thirty verse eight. Now go. Write it before them in a table, and note it in a book, that it may be for the time to come, but ever and ever. Go ahead. 
uh, verse 9, that this is a rebellious people. They had blind children, children that will not hear the law of the Yahweh. Again, it said to me, we are, we want, we want the crumb from the master table, and the crumb from the master table is the law. But we refuse to, we hear it, but we won't do it. See, to get the master, um, to get the crumb from the master, you got to keep the law. You got to keep that law. So that, so that was going on now. Knew the rich man, the rich man thought he'd go up another way. But they ought to read the rich man. He wants to go up another way. Now come on back to the rich man, Elder. Now you just got past the crumbs, so you see what the the, the poor man wanted the crumbs, and then we find out that it was the word of Yahweh the law. So that was going on in there when you speak that your Bible. It's talking about his word, his law. So that was going on. He's not talking about him trying to get no piece of uh, turkey meat, no crumbs or nothing. No, it's the word. The woman, their daughter was sick. He said, well, it's not right to take the children bread and catch it to dogs. It's true. I'm saying that all nations compared the children of Israel. I'm quick about that. Can you give me a little little crumb deal to speak the word? Speak the word. You know? I gotta I gotta get a preach up out of that Mikaiah. Oh Mikaiah hit me out on that one. I gotta get a preach up on that about what I just said. Thank you, uh Mother. Thank you. So to Matthew chapter eight, uh Micaiah. Oh Micaiah. Up and come and teach out of Let's read, let's, let's, read, let's read past that verse, but a calm at what the next verse. 
22. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the menacing spirits into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. 23. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeing, seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom.
Okay, yes, 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 yes,
that have sinned against me. They weren't died in the fire would not be quenched. And they're going to be a, a horn to all flesh. They're going to be able to see you, and you're going to be able to see them. And guess what's going to get you in the fire? Not keeping the Sabbath day. That's step one. Let's see what it says in 34th chapter, verse 12 through 18 now. Now, line, Exodus 31, 12 through 18 says what? Well, eventually, chapter 31, verse 12 down to verse 18, verse 12 reads. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 13, Speak you also unto the children of Israel, saying, Truly my Sabbath you should keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generation, that you may know that I am the Yahweh that do it, sanctify you. Verse 14. You should keep the Sabbath thereof, therefore, for it is righteous unto you. Everyone that devoured it shall surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Now, now, mother, now, hold that part. Now, mother, read that again. 624. So here it is here. Israel, read again Isaiah 624. See, I think it's the book is up to you to take heed and get your personal feelings out of the way and look at what this man is saying. Because if you don't do what the man got written in this Bible, we can read your hand. Mother, get ready to read it right now. 6624. What's that, Mother? Isaiah chapter 6-6, verse 24. And they shall go forth and look upon the causes of the men that have transgressed against me. For their worms shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched. And they shall be an a horror unto all flesh. You see that, Mother? So that means that, that you have a different type of flesh, eternal life flesh. But you better see them, and they better see you. But they gonna see you in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, name change to Israel, bosom, and they gonna be a horn to all flesh. That means Yahweh gotta do something, mother. Hey, mother, he gotta do something that we can read. If you don't know what he gotta do, he must do something. Can you all uh, go to 25 verse 8? He got to do something, mother. Because, you know, we, we love to argue with our loved ones and try to pull them down the road with them. With them. But y'all got to do something. Because remember, when you get in the kingdom, you're in the kingdom for life. When you get in the fire, you're in the fire for eternity. She said you So y'all got to do something that we can so the 25th chapter, verse 8, he got to do something that we can read. What's that? In Isaiah 25, verse 8. What can we read, Moses, that Yahweh is going to do? Okay, Isaiah chapter 25, verse 8. You will fall up death and victory, and the Yahweh, Yahweh will my way to you. 
from all places, and the rebuke of his people shall be taken away from from off all the earth, for the Yahweh has spoken it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't find out that Yahweh is going to wipe away the tears. You know, I'll be, be praying for our loved ones to do right. They ain't going to do right. But Yahweh already put a fix on it. You know, you, 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 pray, you pray for that, that son, that daughter, and knowing they ain't going to do right. But you, your prayer always on them. But Yahweh said once, once the mouth they have shut the door, we ain't reading that in Matthew 20, 25. Matthew, once you close the door, he going to remove something from you. And he told John to precept that mother. And 21 verse 4. So the seeing already lays on the table. Then John, the revelator, sealed the deal because... As we pray for our loved ones today to do right. But Yahweh already put a fix on it already. And 21 verse 4, mother. What does it say we can read in Revelation? Let's see what Yahweh going to do. He told John what he going to do when it passed your time, although you read it in Isaiah. But you got the precept of your Bible to lock it in And 21 verse 4. What is that in 21, verse 4, Mother? Mother? Book of, the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 4. And Yahweh shall wipe away all tears from thy eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Yeah. No more pain, mother. No more tricky needs. No more pain from worrying about your loved one. That gene will be removed. Once you once you raise up and got that different type of fleshly body, all of that pain gene will be gone. So you, I, I know you worry about your loved one now, and you, and you want to know why they won't do right. Remember one thing, once you get into the kingdom, that gene will be removed. You'll be, you be able to walk right past a good sermon and see your closest loved one burning in the fire and the worm just can they tear up. And, and you don't have a gene to say, he's going to remove that gene. Now, you know, that's, that's a powerful man we serve. I, I want that. Because I got a lot of love for some family members myself. So, but I know what the man saying by you not keeping what he got written about the feast coming up Monday and Tuesday. The feast coming up Monday and Tuesday. Where your white garments on the first, uh, then you come back with you, the regular blues, royal blues, you see. See, when you're doing Yahweh's will, that's it. All you got to do is make sure you're doing Yahweh's will. He, he knows when you're doing his will. He knows when you're just sitting on the sideline, just backbiting, murmuring, complaining, and ain't doing his will. And then your time's going to run out. So we read that. All right, yo. So now 
day royalty. They believe in purple wine. That's their thing. Purple. That's their royalty. Now come on back, um, Elder, Mr. Chief Israel, and give, and give us another verse that you will fully work with. you back on the clock, Elder. Come on. Think of verse number 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Hold that point right there. Hold that point there. Hold that point there. Every verse in the Bible Beautiful 
9, verse uh, 12.
19, I mean, that 16 chapter, and you're doing real fine. I need I need another verse, Elder. What you got there, Elder? Uh, what's going on, WCC? I don't hear the Elder. I don't hear our Elder saying nothing. Come on, Mother, pick that verse up off, Mother. Mother. Mother E. I don't know. Luke 16. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, but Abraham said, Son, remember that thy in thy lifetime received a good thing, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is confident, and thou art tormented. Sure. When you see, he said, Now, now hold on. Yeah, you see that, mother? So now you see that we, if, you, if you're on the wrong side and, and your loved ones do not make it to the kingdom, they're going to be what, mother, according to you just got to read, what they go, what's going to be happening to your loved ones according to the verse you just got to read? They're going to be they're what? They're going to be tormented. Tormented. See that? That's why he got to remove that gene. You know, that gene we cry for our loved ones to do right. Don't take it away from me. That's only temporarily for this, this part of this age. But when it's time upon him, when he, once you got your, your, your new body, you were not having that pain gene. You'd be able to walk past, see some of your clothes, you might see that old, you know, close one. One to pillow talk with you, you pillow talk with. See him, in the, see him or her in that side just burning up and worms eating on. You pay, you pay no never mind because you're not at that gene no more. See, that's, that's why I say this man here got all the power. He got everything already fixed. All we both do is get all we got when we on the clock. What's the next verse there? Hey, L. Let's get the L the back. Hey, L. Till this ready, are you back? I'm going to read another verse. No. Hallelujah, Akwa. What you saying? Hallelujah, Akwa. Be back. Okay. Read another verse. Okay. And that would be verse uh, 20. 25. Okay, then we jump to verse 26. Yeah, Mother already took that 25. Okay, thank you, Mother. 26. Still in the book of uh, Luke, chapter 16, looking at verse 26. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they 
which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from hence. send him to my father's house. 28. For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them. At least they also come into his place of torment. 9? I didn't quite hear you, Brother Sia. Yes, sir. That's uh, chapter 9. Yep, 942. 
Mark. Okay, chapter Down 9 of Mark. Starting from 42 to verse number 50. Okay, verse 42 says, And whosoever shall offend one of my one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a milestone had hanged about his neck and he were cast into the sea. 23. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life lame than having two hands and go to hell into that fire that shall never be quenched. 44. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 45. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. But it's better for you to enter or enter out into life and having two feet and be cast into hell, into the fire that shall never be quenched. 46. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 47. If I, I, offend, I offend thee, lock it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of Yahweh with one eye than having two eyes and be cast into the hellfire. 48. When her worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 49. For everyone shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. 50. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, wherewith ye be ye season it? Ye have salt in yourselves, and have placed one with another. understood you correctly, Brother Seer, you say what all would be cast into the fire? Worms gonna be where the worms have not. 
nobody no mind that come on that way six nights a week. Telling you, look, this is the condition of the Bible. We got to keep this. This is determine your salvation. If you don't have this, the man going to bite you in the back. Get ready for yourself. All right, good enough. We got that out of the way. We leave that. That's good enough on, on the rich man. And now let's go get another. Uh, now let's see what this let's see what this is talking about. We're going to let's go to Luke 15 now. Let's back up to Luke 15. Pick up a verse for that. Let's see let's see what we, let's see what this is talking about. Luke chapter 15, verse number 11. Let's see this time out of the Come on. Chapter 15, looking at verse 11, says, And he says, A certain man had two sons. Twelve. And the younger of them said unto his father, Father, give me a portion of the goods that have fallen to me. And he divided unto them his living. 13. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. 14. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Fifteen, and he went to join himself to a citizen of that country, and they sent him into the fields to feed swine. Sixteen, and he would have fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. 17. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? 18. I will arise and go to my father and say unto him, Father, I have sinned, transgressed against heaven and before thee. 19. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell upon his neck and kissed him. 21. Stop it there, Stop it there. Stop it there. Got it? Now, again, there you go your Christianity again. Now, now, do you hear anything about a Protestant song there? Now, this is what they bring in, the Protestant song. This ain't got nothing to do with no Protestant song. You remember the world reads this Bible? Huh. So this is where they get the story called the Protestant song. Now, one song broke away. One song broke away. 
Then all of a sudden, he changed to himself. Now we're going to find out who this son broke away. Then he changed to himself. One son broke away. He had two sons. One son broke away. Then all of a sudden, the knowing changed to himself. Now, Mo, let's find out what son broke away. Let's go to Hosea chapter 1, pick up verse number 6. Let's read down a bit. See, and see, that's why Mother Z will tell you, if you're not precepting your Bible, you're just wasting your time. You ain't going to never understand this Bible until you do what the mother told you to do. Come in and sit down and learn something. One son told his father, hey, father, give me what I got. Let me go by my business. He went spend his money, started eating all and everything. But he came to himself. The key to it is, what price are you going to pay before you come to yourself? Let's find out who broke away and who got to come to themselves. Now we're going to find that out. Let's find out that by doing some precepts. See, Mother Z and old Sarah, we make you pray to understand one thing. You ain't precepting your Bible, you're just wasting your time. We watch the best of them, just jump in the Bible and just talk a lot of smack, but ain't precepting them. What You ain't think about a Protestant son, there ain't no Protestant son in none of this. They ain't talking about no Protestant son. That's the you read the world. And you'll say in a minute, this is the Protestant song story. Yeah? That's how we think it is, huh? Let's find out what's going on. Mother, mother, he get ready to read 1 verse 5 and read 1 verse 6. Let's read from 1 verse 6 down a little bit. Hosea 1 6. Let's read a little bit, Moses. The book of Hosea, chapter 1, verse 6. And she conceived again. And bear that daughter. And Yahweh said unto him, Call her name Jerumah, for I will no more have mercy upon the family of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. Verse 7. But I will have mercy upon the family of Yahweh Judah, the southern kingdom. And will save them by the Yahweh, their Yahweh, and will not save them by both, nor by force, nor by balance, by horses, nor by horsemen. Verse 8. Now, when she had weaned the Rumar, she conceived and bare a son. Verse 9. Then said Yahweh, call his name Lumana, for ye are not my people, and I and I will not be your Yahweh. Thirteen. Yet the number of the children of Israel, the northern kingdom, shall be as the sand of the sea which cannot be measured, nor numbered. And it shall come to pass, 
that in the place where it was said unto him, You are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, You are the son of the living Yahweh. Then, then shall the children of Judah, the southern kingdom, and the children of Israel, the northern kingdom, be gathered together and appointed themselves one head, and they shall come up out of the land for Great shall be the day of Israel. Uh-huh, good, mother. That's good enough. So look what we're going to find out. It was, um, let's precept that. It was, um, two young men. One broke away from the other. One started doing all kind of paganism. One got away. But all of a sudden he came to himself when he recognized that verse 11, if you got to point one head, one seal, and then the seal already got in, in profit for you to start returning. Once you start seeing it unfold itself spiritually, that's when your return comes. So we watch the best of them. They say they own something, but they ain't precepted no Bible. So all way you understand about this, what you call it, it's nothing got to do with no problem son. It's talking about the children of Israel and the children of Judah. That's the two songs you're talking about. One song broke away, and one song said something to him. Hey, yo. One son said somebody broke away. He said something in First Kings twelve, Elder, Mr. Chill. What did the one son say that broke away? First King and the book. They're going to First King, they'll put a mark on what you're working with, they'll put a mark in that. You might come back to that. But they're going to First King chapter twelve. We're gonna find out. Which one of these songs that broke away that we can read? Remember, when you precept your Bible, that's a game changer. That's why you got to pay somebody to rehearse you right to that. Because if you precept your Bible, you, you, you know the story. One song broke away. When when can we read the one song broke away? We're going to the 12th chapter of 1 Kings. And we're going to watch one song break away. One song broke away, but then he came to himself. Okay. Oh, he came to himself. Read verse 16 to get warmed up, Elder. First King 12, 16. In the book of First King. First King. Looking at chapters. Yes, sir. First King. 12, 16. Looking at uh, chapter 12, verse 16. 16 says, So when all Israel saw that the king hearkened not unto him, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David 
neither have the have we inheritance and in the son of Jesse to your tent. O Israel, now I see thy own house, David. So Israel departed unto their tents. Uh, 17. And what happened verse 19? And what happened 19? 19? And what happened 19? Okay. Yes, sir. 19 says, So Israel rebelled against the house of David's family unto this day.
Cromwell. Chapter 31. Verse 5 and what verse 6. Okay. Verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse number 5 and 6. 5 says, Thou shalt yet plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria, and the, the planters shall plant and shall eat them as common things. 6. For there shall be a day that the watchman on the mount of Ephraim shall cry, Arise, and let us go up to Zion, to the Yahweh of Yahweh. You said it? And that was the young, young, that was Lord King did. They bethanked themselves. And let me get on back down. And that's the same thing King James did before he died. He knew that he was the sixth king of Scotland, the first of England. He knew that by being a family member, remember, when you King James the sixth, what is what what that really mean, King James the sixth? Let me let me break it down so people understand what it means. Just like you go into Egypt, you find a call it they call it uh, a <laughs> The word they use, they use the word called um, a dynasty, a dynasty, where that, remember, every king, you don't vote no king in or out, long as it's a blood inheritance. So when King James is the sixth, that means he come from a, a bloodline, that's a bloodline, straight bloodline of King, starting with Robert the Bruce, who changed his name to Brit, Britain, the Brit, Britain, meaning a covenant keeper. He wasn't 
keeping on coming. He was, he was worshiping Diana. He was out all everywhere. King James came to himself and broke his pride down and sent over there to Perez to go and get the Bible together for me. Let me let me get right before I die. You know he died in sixteen twenty five. But he got that King James Bible together in sixteen eleven. So so he got a good thing by going back to his brother. And that same thing they got to do He got to come back to both of them to his life or you forget it. He's telling you you're out of order everywhere. Because I don't care how much you do this or do that. If you don't try this Bible in and cop on the Christianity that morphine drip, every story you go to this Bible, you ain't heard nothing about no problem. The problem son to my southern and northern kingdom. Northern kingdom change it on seven so they go find southern kingdom and get and, and get back up underneath some Yaqua. Okay, good. So they got that part of the way. I got about ten more minutes to go there, Elma. So let's go let's go get another one in real quick. Let's go and get Luke 23, 39 through 43. Let's get this out of the way. Luke, hey, Elma, look at this. Luke 23, 39 through 43. Let's get this out of the way. See, now, Mother Z and Osir, we will let you soundly understand one thing. You can read this about all you want, but you ain't preaching you. Luke 23, 39 to 43. Come on, yo. Watch this right here. Luke 23, reading 39 to 43. 39 says, And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed upon him, saying, If thou be Christ, thou art a son, save thyself and us for thee. But the other answered, rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear Yahweh, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? 41. And we indeed justify, for we receive the due reward for our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. 42. And he said, Remember me when thou comest to thy kingdom. 43. And Yahweh the Son said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, To this day shall thou be with me in paradise. And now, yo, what the Christian to get out of every day? What, what, what do you mean in 43? Uh, what's the Christianity saying on in verse 43 there, you know? Expound on verse 43. Well, yeah. in, in plain words, Yahweh the Son said to him, he assured him that he would be with them in paradise. We, according to 43, we. Until the day that he said it. That day. Now, what does what, what 4 say? What do 4 say? It says. Don't add nothing, don't take nothing away. What did he say in 4 No. Okay. 
43 says, And Yahweh the Son said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, To this day shall thou be with me in paradise. Do it that this day? What do it say to him? Look, look at the verse, him. Read the verse. Today. To, today. Today. Shall thou be in paradise with me. Mm. So it's not about no this. It says today. No, it's just two. Today. Today. All right, Elm. Now read one more time, Elm. Read what the book said, not what, not what the um, the parakeet in Christianity. Read the Bible, and then I'll just file on it. And let's see what you're working with. Verse 43. 43 says, And Yahweh the Son said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shall be shall thou be with me in paradise. Now, what's that mean? Well, no other way to explain what's it. That today, today he's going to be with him in paradise. You assured him. Oh, yeah? That's how you're playing, huh? All right, no question about that. We'll leave it right there. Today, you be with me. That's what Christianity say. Today, You'll be with me in paradise. So now we're gonna precept the Bible. Now give me that. Give me, give me, give me my knee of my. Give me my. Give me that. Um, fourteen one through nine. Let's start off about today. You'll be with me in paradise. The Christianity say. So he took the the, the feet with him today. Okay, good. Hold that point. Hold that point. Let's go, let's, go to, let's go to the Bible, Mother Eve. Hey, Mother Eve, go to the Bible real quick. Go to the Bible and, and, and the book called St. John. He said, today you'll be with me in paradise, right? So you see that? Today would be with me in paradise, okay? Let's, let's find the Bible before that. That's what but we can go mother and read about something. Thanks, uh huh. Okay. Yeah, we go on what we go and read in Saint John twenty. Saint John chapter twenty. Yes, ma'am. Saint John chapter twenty, mother. Read me one verse. 15, and young line, pick up at uh, verse number 15 and 17. Thank you, on chapter 20. Verse 15. Thank you, on chapter 20, verse 15, read. Yahweh says unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposed Supposing him to be the garden, said unto him, Sir, if I have born him in, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Good. On your line, right, verse 16. St. John chapter 20, verse 16 reads. 
three days and three nights in the mind of the earth. In the heart of it, being ground three and three nights. So, if you were being ground for three days and three nights, you ain't talking about today. <laughs> the day you be with me in paradise, he has to fulfill this first. This day is talking about something else. If you don't preach up your Bible, Mr. Christian, with the morphine drip, you'll think that today you be with me in paradise, and that's parroting from Christianity. Wrong again. He had to be in the ground three days and three nights after he was taken down from the tree. So that day is not talked about today. You be with me in paradise. Now, give me that, give me that uh, 14, 1 through 8. Right. Now, let's read about Let's read about today. Then we'll get a couple more in and we'll get it right away. See, I'm saying something. Anytime people ask you to explain something, and with a Christianity mindset, you may explain it, but you're never going to see nothing until you reform your, your mind and leave Christianity alone. Anytime you try to figure out what they're saying, you'll be dead wrong. But when you preach up your Bible, then you get down. He let, he let the world steal your books, because, but he never put the gene in it from the precept device. Today you'll be with me in paradise. 99.9% of them said today, they see that? He's taking the, the man on the cross with him to heaven today. See that? He says on my behalf, I'll be in the ground three and three nights. Dad, come first. Trust me not, woman, because I, I haven't left yet. You've been in the ground three and three days. Woman, don't touch me. My father got to touch me first. I got to go to the third heaven and then come back. So touch me not, woman. See? 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 See what you learn if you listen to the voice of what you look like? You learn all this stuff. Today, you see you'll be in paradise. But he had to be in the ground for three days and three nights. Didn't get it just there? And Jonah was in the ground for three days and three nights, so the saw a man be there. So the day he was not talking about the day of, of him dying on the big man. And now we got to teach you on that all the way out. Maybe no lesson one day something. But now, let's, let's read what he got to do first before you, before you get your day. 14, 1 through 9. Now, Neil, um, Nicodemus is going to tell you some things for you to know. Nicodemus talk. 14, 1 through 9, bring it. All right, read from the book of Nicodemus, chapter 14, verse 1 down to verse 9. Verse 1, read. All right. 1. Adam called Seth to relate what he heard from Michael, the archangel, when he sent him to paradise to entreat Yahweh to anoint his head in his sick. But when the first man of when the first man our father Adam heard these things, that Yahweh the son was baptized in Jordan, he called out to his son Seth and said, Two, bless you your son, the patriarch, and the patriarch sincere, all those things which you did hear from Michael, the archangel, but I sent you to the gate of paradise to entreat Yahweh that he would adorn my 
I am sent unto you from the Yahweh. I am appointed to I am appointed to preside over human bodies. Verse four. I tell you that do not pray to Yahweh and tears, and entreat him for the oil of the tree of mercy wherewith to anoint your father Abraham for his head. Verse five. Because you cannot by any means obtain it till the last day in time. Maybe till 5,500 years be passed. Verse 6. Then will Yahweh the Son, the most merciful Son of Yahweh the Father, come on earth to raise again the human body of Adam, and at the time, and at the same time, to raise the body of the dead. And when he cometh, he will be baptized in joy. Verse 7. Then with the oil of his mercy, he will anoint all those who believe on him. And the oil of his mercy will continue to future generations. For those who shall be born of the water and the righteous spirit unto eternal life. Verse 8. And when at that time the most merciful son of Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son, shall come down on earth, he will introduce our father Adam into paradise to the tree of mercy. Verse 9. When all the patriarchs and seers heard all these things from Seth, they rejoiced more. You see that? So now, today you be with me in paradise, Christian think paradise is up, up and away. You see that? Paradise is on earth. <laughs> you see? I mean, paradise is not up, up, and away. Mm-hmm. He's coming down to get Adam up first. Then Adam is the lead man of the world. All the righteousness, and they're going back to paradise, which is the garden of um, Eden, where they were one day. That's the paradise. You see what Christianity is? See, Christianity is a morphine drip. That was, that is, that's the reason you're doing Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and thinking you're going to be going up, up, of the way, and the paradise is right there. It's called the Garden of Eden. He's going to come down and wake up Adam. Then the man that said, the day you be with me in paradise, then that man would be in line with Adam going back into because he repented. To the king. So that's the day he wakes up after. He got it. That's the name about today. Now, mother, come on, mother, come on. Hey, hey mother, now run to Psalms chapter 95 and pick up verse 7. Let me get a couple more quick ones in here, and then that's it. So you see, you see, we got to teach on everything. Anything you have learned in this Bible. If you don't do the 1434, reform your mind. The day you pair up, the day you say you think you know what he's talking about, that's the day you're wrong. Because he's laid in here, you got to be fear led to the precepts to understand what the day means. The day don't happen until you come get out of them. That's when that day kick in. Come on, over. 95, verse 7, come on. Um, 
95, verse 7. Hey, 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 Mother Eve, what it says in Psalms 95, particularly verse 7, come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 95, verse 7. For he is our Yahweh, and we are the people of his past, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, verse 8, part not your mind as in the obligation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Stop it there. Now, what do you say in verse 7, mother? When he say, when he say, 95, 7? 95, 7 said, for he is our Yahweh, and we are his people of his past. And the sheep of his hand. Today if you today if you hear his voice in verse Good. eight says, we, so, so, so when when is today, mother?
and 28. 27 says, And it came to pass, as he spake these things of a certain woman of the company lifted up and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bear thee, and paths which thou hast sucked. 28. But he said, Ye rather bless are they that hear the word of Yahweh. And teach. What? Hey, 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 she, she want to talk about that she heard a good speech. Oh, blessed be the woman that had you. Yaqua out of town. He turned the tables on her and told her what? What did he tell her in verse 28, El? He said, Rather you blessed are they that hear the word of Yahweh and keep it. Oh, so how do you get blessed in Yahweh's eyes in according to verse 28? Hear the word and keep the word. That's how you get blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. How you blessed? It? The only way you blessed, you got to hear the word and keep it. That's how you get blessed. You told a woman, look here. Oh, big mouth, I'm holler out. Hey, bless the woman that had you. He said, hey, hey, big mouth woman, you blessed if you keep the, you keep the law. That's how you get blessed and keep and do it. You see him straighten out right in and out. You know, oh, bless the, Oh, bless the woman that had you, that, that brought you into the world. He said, no, baby, you blessed when you hear the word and keep the word. Let's bring Mother Z in and let her add to the two steps we turn to the young line and get tickets from all the way in. Hey, Mother Z, try for y'all God do this. Come on in and uh, introduce yourself to this international over 800,000 strong. And what you got to tell them, you on the clock, Mother Z, come on. 
Mustard C ain't coming on.
decree draw near to be put in execution and the day that enemy of the outside Judah hoped to have power over them. So it was turned to be it was turned to be contrary that the that Judy had ruled over them that hated them. Verse 14. And the king commanded it so to be done. And the decree was given at Shushan. And they hanged Haman. And they hanged Haman in front. Uh-huh. Because we 
together, O nation, not desire. Two, before decree bring forth, before the day pass, the chafe, before the anger of the Yahuas come upon you, before the day of the Yahuas anger come up on you. Mm-hmm. And let's pick it up in chapter 1, 
want verse number uh Elder Tiz. Let me get uh chapter two and give me pick it up at verse number fifteen. Right, hope I can lay my eyes on it. Now pick it up at verse number fifteen for me real fast, uh I'm gonna run something else down too in the process. But yeah, let me get that more to and pick it up in chapter three and give me verse fifteen. Let me get warmed up with that one. Okay, uh, you changed it to chapter three. Yeah, give me. I mean chapter. Uh, now, now make that make that. Uh, what's that? Chapter two. Give me verse 15. Okay. That's in the book of Esther, chapter 2, reading verse 15. 15 says, Now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Avala, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, had come to go unto the king, she required nothing but... Hagar, the king of Chamberlain, the keeper of the woman, appointed and Esther ordained favor in the sight of all of them that looked upon her. So we come to find out that Mordecai was uh, the uncle of Esther. But let's get a little bit more uh, uh, in-depth understanding about who is uh, Mordecai. Let's go to the book of uh, Esther chapter 2. Let's pick it up at verse number 5. Okay, in the same chapter of Esther, two, looking at verse five, five says, "Now in Shushan, the palace where was a certain Jew, whose name was Mordecai, the son of Hera, the son of Shimei, the son of Cush, and the son of Benjamin, and a Benjamin." Hallelujah! What? So, uh, what? What? What was? Uh, what was Mordecai's, what was he? Which, which, where was Mordecai? What was Mordecai? Was Mordecai, which one of the Israelites Mordecai was? What tribe he come from?
20 down to verse 23. Elder Mr. Tibbs. Verse number 35. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and give it unto you. 
even ten tribes. Verse 36. And unto his son will I give one tribe, that David may serve me. David my servant may have a right always before me, before me in Yadju, the city which I have chosen me to put my name there. So we come to find out the one tribe that he didn't ever see with Judah was the tribe of Benjamin to be a light to us. Huh? So Judah, we come to find out that Mordecai right now, uh, 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 read his resume, was from the tribe of Benjamin huh? under the battleship of Judah to be a light to us. Huh? We could have found out how he was a light to us. That's what we're about to find out. So we're about to go back to the book of Esther. Now we have, ooh, I have a report about who Mordecai is to Yahja Judah. And we know he's from the tribe of Benjamin, being a light to his right hand man, and our right hand man, uh, uh, being a light to Judah. So let's go back, and we're going we to go back and pick it back up where we left off that month. We're going back to the book of Esther, chapter 9. In fact, I want to, I want to talk about, uh, we're going to go back to that book of Esther. And we're going to read that chapter 9, verse 3 and 4, and pick it back up right there, Mother Eve. Let's pick that back up one good time. After chapter 9, verse 3 and verse 4. Right. Verse 3. And all the rules of the poverty and the lieutenant and the dispute. And office of the king helped the Yahshua's because the fear of Mordecai fell upon them. Verse 4. But Mordecai was great in the king's house, and his fame went out throughout all the province. For this man, for this man, Mordecai, Wax great and greater. So this man Mordecai, he waxed great and greater. And we come to find out that uh remember, all the y'all guys to the enemies is trying to attack them right now. And we come to find out this is in a month of twelve months, which is what we in right now, the month of a dark on the thirteenth day. Now we could have gone find out just to get it. We got Mordecai's report. But let's put the date, that date, uh when this thing supposed to take place. I got time to read with you, Mother uh, E. We're going to pick it up in the book of Esther, chapter 9. And I'm going to pick it up at verse uh, number 20 and verse 21. I want to make sure you put the date down on what time this began so we can all be clear. Then we'll get a little bit more going on about Esther and uh, Mordecai and find out how this thing had taken place. But first, let's get a date. Uh, what's getting ready to come up? All right. Matter of fact, before we do that, let's find out. Uh, let's go back and find out what all had taken place. Let's, uh, I'm gonna go back first and read the book of Acts chapter three and find out what what's the name of this day that's getting ready to come up. Then we'll go back and get the date and add a little bit more to it. So let's go. To, I'm gonna read the book of Acts chapter three. You read verse number one. Then I'm going to pick it up at verse number 7. So I'm going to pick it up at the book of Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 7. Verse 1 reads, After these days did King Ahasuerus promote Haman 
the enemy of all the of that beauty had devised the Judas to destroy them and had cast through that that is the lot to consume them and to destroy them. So the firm is the lot. That's what mm-hmm. firm getting ready to come up. And we have to keep that Mordecai and Yadah Judah all agree upon to keep firm. Purim. And Purim, as we can read the biblical definition of, is a lot to consume them and to destroy them. So this is a lot that they try to cast first. It's the destruction of Yadah Judah. That's what this day is. It's to remember this day. And what time do we supposed to remember this day of, of Mother Eve? Mother Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse number 6. And I'm going to bag you up to Mark chapter 1, verse 32. We want to make sure that we know that we have to keep this day on the 14th and on the 15th. But what time does the 14th start that we can read according to Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 6? Okay, Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 6. Yes, ma'am. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 16, verse 6 reads, But at the place which the Yahweh, your Yahweh, shall choose to place his name in, 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 there thus shall sacrifice the Passover at evening, at the going down of the storm. And so, so, At the going down of the sun. At the going down of the sun at evening. So we, now we know what the description looks like. That at the going down of the sun, so on the 13th, when the sun go down on the 13th day, make it the 14th day, at the going mm-hmm. down of the sun, where Yahweh go place his name at, that's where you should be at, where the four letters go be at, Joel Perm at the going down of the sun, according to precept in Mark chapter 1, verse 32, and let's get a description. And that was in the front of the book. We want to go to the back of the book and find out exactly what does another description give you of what the day begins when the sun go down, what it look like. Let's read Mark chapter 1, verse 33. In that evening, when the sun did set. So the evening begins when what, mother? The sun When the sun set. That's right. So evening begins when the, when the sun set. That's what we want to make sure that we got up. Uh, we're doing this thing properly. So this Monday coming up, we want to make sure that we keep it firm probably according that we can read at the evening time on the 13th when the sun goes down making it the 14th day at evening when the sun goes down. Can't stress that enough and it got to be a place where he says Yahweh's place. His name at. So if nobody got some four letters there and they ain't placing it and, 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 and they ain't saying no Yahweh and it's not on the 14th 
So what he says, and um, I've got to do this thing, Mother, let's read Psalm chapter 50. I'm going to pick it up at verse, uh, what I want out of Psalms. I want something out of Psalms, Mother. Yeah, we want to Psalm chapter 50. Give me verse, uh, Give me verse uh, 21. Give me verse 21, D. Give me the closing statement, Mark. He says, Psalm chapter 50, 5 0. Yes, ma'am. 5 0, verse 2 1. Yes, ma'am. Psalm chapter 50, verse 2 and verse 1. Okay, I guess that's what that's right. I, oh, y'all got to do this. It's perfection of duty. Y'all got to have... I need some pretty much. Verse 21. Oh, 21. That's yes, right. From chapter 50, verse 21. These things have thou done and kept following. Chapter 13, verse 55. 
Verse 55 reads, Your life has you ordered in wisdom and has caused understanding your mother. So we got to make sure that we set this thing in order and uh, according to the wisdom. Oh. So that's the main list. We got to do this thing in order. If we ain't doing this thing in order, then we're not doing it right. Um, he said, and let me, let me get one more on this order.
before the men and the women and those that could understand and the ears of all the people were attended unto the book of the law. So, so, so when this piece you ready to come up firm, we want to make sure that we're going to be reading the book of the law too. Uh, That's one of the main things we're going to be doing. Going back over this uh, encounter that we got to make sure we remember. We're going to be reading the book of the law. We're going to be reading uh, 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 the book of the sin. We'll be reading the whole Bible. Uh, that's what we're going to be doing. But we also going to be doing the Exodus chapter 9, verse uh, 18. I'm going to read that. In the book of Exodus chapter 9, verse 18, read. But Yadah Judah, that were that Shushan, assembled together on the 13th day thereof. And on the 14th day thereof, and on the 15th day of the same day rest. They made it a day of feasting in glass. We're going to be making sure we're doing some feasting too. It's going to be in glass. It's going to be going on. It's going to be the day of morning. It's going to be a day that we talk about the time when we have prayer. When they try to destroy us. Remember, that's what prayer means. Therefore, for the word, I mean, uh, remember, prayer means that uh, the lot to consume them and to destroy them. They were trying to destroy all y'all got to do. But remember, the one that's supposed to be a light to us is God trap of business. It's right there to be in a light. Then it's brother Keith. That's right. So we're going to go back and we're going to read a uh, few more things out of this book of Exodus. We're going to pick it back up in chapter 9. Now we're going to read, read verse number 22. 22 reads. And the days where we read, y'all got to do the from their enemies. We come to find out that the Two days, uh, according to their right. 